You are listening to Musician Today, weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Hello, everybody. Welcome and welcome. We are live with another amazing artist who I've been watching for a while. She's so cool and fun to watch. And today we have an interview with Giselle Tavelson. So surrounded by music at a very young age, a violinist, she grew up uh, in a musical family actually, created her own style throughout amazing choreography and unique musical performances. And today we're gonna get a little taste of what she does and what her music sounds like. Giselle began her musical career at the age of 10 and her father, Istemihan Davilogu, who is one of the most recognized composers of Turkey. And a year later, she began to study violin at the Hasetepe Conservatory and remained there for many years. So at the age of 14, she headed to the USA to Lubbock, Texas, where she continued her outstanding violin performance all over the USA under the close eye of a legendary violin coach, Miss Sue Bear. Tavelson Giselle crossed over from classical to pop music, continues her career with her electric violin. And today we'll hear what that sounds like. Her previous clients include Turkcell, Vodafone, Avia, TTNET, Aviva Ve- <laughs> I'm sorry guys. Oh, I know. Aviva. You say like I've done everything like <laughs> <laughs> there are many, IBS many credits. Famous yeah, brands and a lot of work in Turkey as well. So she's the first and only aerial violin performer in Turkey. And she's got a flying violin act. She's also the only certified laser violinist of Turkey. So Giselle has performed with the top DJs and TJ, like TJ Takran, TJ David, David Seboy, DJ Mert Slaven, DJ Suat Ates God. Oh my God! <laughs> You're doing great. So obviously they're all Turkish artists that are really well established. So Giselle has performed with Roswell Symphony Orchestra, Texas Tech University Orchestra, Big Spring Symphony Orchestra, Lubbock Youth Symphony. Semal Rezid Array Symphony Orchestra, Adana and Eski Sehir Symphony Orchestra. She has shared the stage with world star Anastasia, an opening act prior to Anastasia's show, and she has also performed as an opening act for during the Hadiz's concert. She has performed for such important people as Prince of Saudi Arabia, Prime Minister of St. Kitts. She's an unmistakably a perfectionist when it comes to violin performance. She continues to inspire and entertain all in her presence and is without doubt the artist with passion, flair, and delight. You can find Giselle on her website at GiselleTavelson.com, on Facebook forward slash at GiselleTavelson, on Twitter forward slash GiselleTavelson, on her YouTube, look her up by GiselleTavelson. She's got amazing live show videos that I personally love to watch. She's got so much good energy when it comes to entertaining. So welcome, Giselle. How are you doing today? Oh my God, I'm doing fabulous, visiting a friend of mine from LA, and it's so wonderful that you mentioned that I uh, did an opening act for Anastasia, singer, Mm -hmm. and um, when we did that, that was like back in 2012, it was eight months of like my career, like as an electric violinist, and I was on stage with these two dancer friends of mine, beautiful, beautiful friends, 
And right now, I'm visiting one of them. She lives in now. Uh, she moved to LA, and I'm at you know her place. And as, as she hears you speak, and you started telling about my shows, and then you say Anastasia, she got so excited. So oh, I wow. want to share <laughs> with everyone. But that's so great. Well, you're at the NAM right now. Yes? Yes. Amazing. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, so I did not plan on, like, coming to NAM, And mm -hmm. I was just planning a visit to see my friend. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that NAM was happening at the same, you know, during the same yeah. dates. I, you know, and uh, it made it double fun. I just I had an amazing time yesterday. I met up with um, all these other violinists. You know, Matt? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, he was on our show. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. So, yeah, I remember you uh, podcasting. You know, yeah, I got Matt there. was there. Us, um, Amy, um, Mark Wood is there right now too, and I think Taylor Davis is there as well. So everybody who we've had on our show is like in one place right now. I'm so excited that you guys are all there. Yes. <laughs> and you know, for the first time, I got to match. You know, Brian from America's Got Talent, D Sharp, and mm. Viola guy. All these awesome people, uh, violin on fire. It was amazing. We had a jam session yesterday, mm. oh. and the person who was missing was you. I wish you could have Aww. been with us. But I know you're going through the snow uh, yeah. troubles. We're uh, in, in Canada right, right now. now. <laughs> so much. That's amazing. I'd love to come there. Maybe next year, I'll get my my resources together and I'll come see you guys. <laughs> All that right, that's amazing. Well, Giselle, um, how did you come into the world of electric violin, and what inspired you to sort of switch from being a classically established musician already? And yeah, tell us a little bit about about your journey and inspirations. Yeah, it's basically about my personality because um, as much as I love classical music, it doesn't serve my personality well in terms of I'm very hyperactive I have this you know uh, huge energy to leash uh, not not to leash it used to leash, leash. My, like I have all this energy to like explode on stage yes. and then I said to myself you know how can uh, how, how can make how can I make this transaction and then um, show my clients and share this this uh, wonderful energy that I have mm -hmm. in me and um, that was gonna that wasn't gonna happen with classical music, so I switched to electric violin. Amazing! I totally agree about the energy, and I love your energy. I love to watch you entertain, and when you go on stage, and people just get so excited. <laughs> I get so excited, and then and they I like get it's excited. Not always about the playing itself, but it's like uh, the way you move and the way you kind of invite them to join you. That's that's the best part. <laughs> yes, I'm very interactive because yes. I love to um, in order to like. You know, as an as an entertainer, it is my I'd say duty to make sure that people are having a good time, and I cannot do that unless I'm having a good time because I'm only doing this. Uh, we're gonna call it job to me. It's my hobby, but you know, I make money out of it, so obviously <laughs> it's passion now. And uh, I have so much fun, and that's why I'm doing it. And because I have so much fun, they have so much fun. It's kind of like. You know, laugh. Like you start laughing, and the person next to you starts laughing. It's so addictive. it's a contagious thing. Yeah, it's this energy, mm -hmm. and uh, I I love having fun, and I love to make sure that people are having fun. And so I'm very interactive. Like if doing one of my, you know, doing all my performances. <laughs> if I see you sitting down and 
you don't look very happy, I'll come sit next to you. And I'll exactly. be like, I'll put the violin down and I'll be like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'll talk to you. I'll make sure that, you know, you join in. You're engaged. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yes. totally love that because I also, I started my career by playing gypsy music. So Eastern European gypsy music and a gypsy band. And I totally love that. The interaction, the getting people into the music and just everybody having fun. So yeah. Amazing. Why don't we have a listen to one of your songs so everyone gets a taste? So we're going to start with Ascendance. Yes. Okay. Here we go, guys. Enjoy. about how did this recording came to be okay so this recording came to be I love this song uh, by the way this song is uh, one of Lindsay Sterling's yes uh, original pieces mm -hmm. and I'm in love with it and uh, <clears throat> I was just performing it so many times over and over again on my shows that I said to myself I should have a you know better recording to it so that I can uh, share it with my audience and then I can put it you know with my videos as an mm -hmm. audio track because I perform it all the time. I'm in love with this piece. Yes. I um, fell in love with it when I watched Lindsay live in Turkey back Ooh. in 2015. She used the song as, as her opening act. Like it was her first song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Show. Amazing. Very good. So tell us a bit more about how it was growing up in a musical family. Like, um, you must have a very special relationship with your father, of course, because he's a musician too. So, um, yeah, um, like, did you, did you play music together? Like, how did it look? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll tell you all about it. First of all, like, when I was a kid, when we were mm -hmm. kids, I have two uh, brothers, older brothers. Mm -hmm. Our father, every time he would tell us, like, a, you know, fairy tale, he would get onto his uh, piano, and then he would start telling the story with, the piano, like musically. Yes. Imagine this, like it's just so wonderful. So every, uh, growing up, every like little, you know, uh, story that we heard was told us through his piano. Oh, that's and, amazing. Um, and, and growing up, like if I, you know, back in the days, we're talking about like 90s, like when I, like in 1997, 98, it was kind of sort of still difficult times with internet and all that. It wasn't so easy to find everything that you wanted to play, like as a notation wise, you know. So he would, he was since he was a composer. I remember one time uh, that we liked uh, to play the uh, the the Por una Gabaza by yes. Carlos Gardner. Yes. That, <laughs> so 
he wrote it down. He wrote down the music, and uh, so that as a father and daughter, we, we could enjoy it and play it together. So Carlos Gardel, Por Una Gabasca, mm -hmm. I used to play it with my father all the time. Yeah, I love that one. I play that with my colleagues for like every event. <laughs> yes, I mean, imagine though, like my arrangement was done by my father. Oh, he just like so sweet. Yeah, he's like, okay, let's do it, and then and then we had a jam session, of course, nice. with him. Did you ever compose music together? We are uh, at that point no, uh, because I wasn't doing any compositions then. Now I'm, you know, little by little, like trying to get into doing my own stuff, but it's mm -hmm. not easy. Yeah. It's not so easy, you know. It's like you always have to motivate yourself. And yeah, that's true. So dream. That brings us actually to my next question. Um, doing professional performance like you do right now on a daily basis, what is your biggest challenge? What is like the biggest thing that you kind of struggle with, like keeping on track? <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so basically what you're asking is like, what, what is the most difficult thing as yes, I like do my yes. performance? That's right. Okay, <laughs> my struggle is that, you know, since like, since we're not like, you know, me and a lot of the other electric violinist friends of mine, since we don't have like our own uh, sound audio companies that we constantly work together with, as in like in Turkey, a lot, I work with a lot of big firms, but it's not me who books them. It's mm -hmm. the, like if I'm gonna go go to a wedding, it's the people, uh, the, the wedding, the bride and the groom who books them, right? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I, through all this time, since I'm in Turkey doing performances over and over again for so many years, I know a lot of them and they know how I work. Mm -hmm. But when I start traveling outside of Turkey or like 90% of my performances are in, based in Istanbul, Mm -hmm. the biggest city in Turkey. Yes. When I start traveling outside of Istanbul, then I, I come across a lot of problems um, as to the, uh, the, the sound quality of the violin. Mm -hmm. Because you work with you know different technicians, different sound engineers. So yes. as, as a violinist, this is my uh, biggest challenge. Like challenge that I face uh, that's not something that I do, but you know, working as a team, um, as an artist, if you don't have your own team of people, like for yes. example, Lindsay Sterling goes on a tour and she has her own people, like yes. you know, her yes. own team. So they don't, you know, uh, face these struggles or problems. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wanted to bring this up because uh, it's a very important one, and then you always, you know, have to deal with it. And in times of these, I suggest that people stay calm and be nice because as you get frustrated, then they get frustrated, yes. and it's like bigger, you know, it's just it's more frustrated. Yeah, we've been there. <laughs> That's true. I completely agree, and it's this exactly same thing that my producer said too. I'm lucky to be working with someone who has experience in sound and equipment. And every time, yeah, we do a show, he brings everything that we use that we already established. And we would do it in our setup, our own equipment. So, yeah, uh, working for weddings, it also depends who they have, who they have as a DJ, if they have the budget for me to bring my own equipment and stuff like that. So it's always a challenge. I agree. Sound quality is number one, because if there's no sound, how can you do a good performance, right? It's just exactly. through. Exactly. So, yeah, I completely agree. That is the biggest concern. So you got to know the people you're working with. You got to be able to trust them to actually do a good job for you. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> but imagine like getting bookings all over from like yeah. all over the world, different places. You get bookings for weddings and corporate mm -hmm. events. I mean, the chances are you're not gonna know, you know, them. Yeah. They're not gonna know 
do because you haven't worked obviously together. I mean, they might have seen you on YouTube or something, but still they don't know the way you work, you know. So it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. That's true. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, my next question is, when did you pick up your first electric violin and what has it done to your sound? Okay, so my very first time was 2011. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was 2011 that I picked it up. Nice. Like the end of 2011. was. That's when like my whole electric violin um, career took off, like yeah. at the end of 2011. That's amazing. So do you find it to be different than a classical violin? Did it change your technique somehow? Did it, you know, do you like the sound of it better and for different purposes? Like, what's your perspective on that? Okay. So <laughs> for some reasons, I'm going to ask you this question as sure. well. I find it much easier to play on an electric violin. Yes. Like somehow, I don't know why exactly, but it's easier, like, it's easier to play yeah. on electric violin than it is on an acoustic violin. Would you share the same opinion? With I agree. That's true. Which is why I practice on my acoustic everything I do on stage. And then I pick up the electric. I have a Yamaha right now. I'm about to get Mark Woods Viper. And I actually do agree because I think it's more sensitive. So you can set it up to be more responsive to your fingers. So you don't have to press as hard. I find that to be true. Same with the bow. I destroy my bows. I always rip out all the hair. If you look at my bow, it's like naked every time. So, <laughs> so yeah, on electric, I find it that I don't have to press so hard. And that does give you a lot of freedom. Like if you do anything metal, rock, um, Eastern, that really helps when you get excited. So you don't have to destroy the hair. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, I agree completely. But I... I will give you my final answer after I receive my Viper violin from the Wood Violins because that is going to change the sound. That's going to change a lot of things I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that comes out. Yes, you know? yes. I'm so excited I wanna, to I share that try, I want to try a, a Wood Violin myself. Yes. I haven't tried it. Like, I haven't played yeah. with it yet. I want to check it out and see how it well, is. Well, you but, have uh, NAM right now. They're exhibiting them. You can actually go meet Mark and he will show you what it is. <laughs> yes. Week. Yeah, he's an amazing person, honestly, like to meet him. He's so inspiring. He, you know, he goes to music schools, uh, just any schools, and he does like these electric uh, strings programs, electrify your strings with the kids. So they get to experience electric violin for the first time. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, so you know, but I still, I mean, I love the sound of the acoustic violin yes, because you yes. ask that, and mm -hmm. I totally like love the, the uh, sound of acoustic violin. But then, on the other hand, with yeah. the electric violin, you can get so many different kinds of sounds. You know, you can even make your violin if you use a pedal; it sounds like a guitar. So yes. it has it gives you all this freedom to play around with it. Right. It, it opens up a whole new world. So if yes. you're living in today's world, like you have to experience these things. It's just you know, it's totally different. <laughs> so I love that. I'm pro both. I love both. I have some artists that are actually on our show and they prefer one or the other. It depends on the genre of music that they're doing. So if you're doing anything cinematic and classical, you probably want acoustic. But if you're doing anything like metal with really hardcore solos, you definitely want electric. <laughs> definitely. 
So my next question is, um, how do you manage your social media? What do you do to make your process more efficient? How do you advertise yourself? Because I think that's the biggest question in today's world for an artist is to, how do you connect with people across the world through social media? And how much time of it do you actually dedicate to the social media? I mean, um, as far as social media goes, I love Instagram. Yes. Instagram is like, I, I'm constantly on Instagram. Yeah. And um, I, sh I think I should be more active as far as like Facebook and Twitter goes. But uh, for some reasons, I don't have it for them. But like Instagram, <laughs> because yeah. I, I am the kind of person, I will not do anything unless like I love doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Instagram, I'm just like in love with Instagram. That's so cool. I'm on Instagram, I can say like, as soon as I wake up I'm on Instagram I check you know if I any messages from clients because yeah. sometimes they send me messages from they send me a message but it doesn't come through so I have to like see check yeah. out because it, it, it gets blocked sometimes if mm -hmm. I don't know the people like if they're not my friends on Instagram yeah. sometimes it's a block pitch so I check to see if there are any you know messages and uh, what I do is I use my hashtags very mm -hmm. efficiently like um, for example if I want to perform in New York then I put like if I post a picture or a video then I you know use my hashtags accordingly that's very important because mm -hmm. one thing people do when they start searching for uh, artists on Instagram they're just looking up on the hashtags to you know to see what's and who's gonna come up mm -hmm. so that's my advice be uh, use your uh, hashtags wisely mm -hmm. would be my advice Excellent. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like Instagram is exploding in terms of artists' careers and <laughs> connecting artists. So Facebook is kind of kind of like old news already. <laughs> yes, and also like yes, I totally agree. Facebook is old news. Mm -hmm. And for example, on Instagram, I'm connected with uh, electric violinist Amy Amy Serrano. Yes. And um, I have Bridget. Uh, she's a Canadian uh, violinist. You yeah, yeah, we're friends. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I have Mariska. Mariska is uh, she lives in Europe, and um, so we have this group of friends, mm -hmm. and we have Tiffany, and some uh, more artists too. So what we're doing is basically we all, like a year ago or two years ago, we connected through Instagram, mm -hmm. and we became friends, and now we have this little community on Instagram called the Violin Squad, nice. and through uh, there we, you know. If anybody wants to make a music video, we ask each other's opinion on like, hey, you know, I'm gonna make a music video. Do you, can you suggest me any songs? What do you think mm -hmm. I should, you know, do? <laughs> and so it's it's very helpful. We always ask each other for um, opinions and advice. That's right. It's like it creates a community for sure. Yeah, so, it's because of social media. So thanks to social yeah. media, it has to be know, social. <laughs> Actually, that Viola kid, when he was on the show, he said, it's all about connection. People often forget that social media is all about human connection, right? So, right. yeah, often we overthink it and we're like complicating things. But really, it's to reach out to people, to create um, a community of support for, for yourself and others like you. It kind of makes me feel like I'm back at school in a good way, right? So I loved school. I loved my program. And when that finished, I felt like there was this kind of dark stage where I didn't know where I was. I was still gigging. I was still working. But I didn't have the connection directly with the people that understood where, where I was. So 
I feel like this podcast and social media has given me a way to connect with people like you who are in the same industry, who like the similar things and that I can share with you and you understand what I'm going through. So. Yes, and it's like, it's so wonderful because uh, I already feel like I know you, you know, it's just, it, it creates this incredible yes. bonding. Yes, absolutely. So love it. <laughs> okay, so um, why don't we have a listen to one of one more of your songs and if I'm correct, this one is an original. Yes, so Alpha. Uh, alpha is uh, not an original, but in mm -hmm. a way it's an original yeah. because I um, I fell in love with this song. Um, one DJ for a show, like we mm -hmm. were doing this, um, the catwalk, there was uh, going to be like all these models and we were going to do this show. And they gave me this track. They had no idea who the DJ was mm -hmm. and they had no idea who did the arrangement to this song. So I used Shazam to find out who did the song, but never came up with anything. And I liked it so much. It, I feel like it's my original because uh, the, um, the the violin part there is I put my soul into it. Mm -hmm. And um, so when you listen to it, I mean, you will see, you, you, feel, you will feel me yes, in this song. Absolutely. It's, completely, it's a great improvisation. Like mm -hmm. the first time I heard this song, this is what I had in my mind. So you're going to hear it now. Amazing. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
Wow, love it. It's so free. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm in the top of a mountain and like, you know, the dress and hair is all in the wind. And uh, is there a music video for this? No, there isn't one. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but, yes. if they, if they, uh, if they uh, write down um, uh, Giselle Tevelson mm -hmm. epics video. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. so... I'm their Giselle Tevelson epic on uh, video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I made a video of it. It's not like uh, an entirely like a music video, but uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's something really cool. I mean, nice. it's, it's from a performance. Mm -hmm. It's a from a performance, but it does look like a music video. Yeah. But I, it wasn't made to be a music video, but it does look like a music video, and mm -hmm. it has this track, you know. So mm -hmm. people could check it out. Giselle Tevelson, epic music video. I nice. mean, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, we'll all check it out. I love, I love your clips of live shows on Instagram. <laughs> there was this oh. one, I think it was a wedding, and you start playing, and then you just drop everything and start dancing. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I don't remember what song it was, but it was something really, really fun. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I want to do that with my Jitsi band. <laughs> So amazing, definitely. Lots I do of that energy. quite often. I, I do that quite often. Yeah. <laughs> so I had um, a question. I've read in your bio somewhere that you were also into gymnastics. So you do have a physical preparation to be like performing in a dance and everything. So do you know? Yes, uh, it's amazing. Like whatever you do uh, as a kid, somehow mm -hmm. in the future. You benefit from it. Yes. Um, growing up, I was a gymnast. I was a rhythmic gym gymnast, oh, wow. and uh, and then like it it served me well mm -hmm. when I do my aerial performance. Yes. Now you know because you have to use a lot of core muscles, yes. and you have yeah. to you know uh, just it's a lot of um, coordination. So uh, it's serving me so well now. I'm so glad my mom. My mom was the one that wanted me to do the gymnastics. Yeah. You know kind of sort of like uh, made me fall in love with it in oh, a young age. So amazing, up yeah. to this day, I still thank my mom for mm -hmm. doing that because, I mean, look, now I'm able to do an aerial performance act, you know. Nice. Yeah, with the violin. That's so fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I think you would love the uh, wood violins, uh, Viper especially, because it comes with a special strap that you can attach and you can move around, you can dance. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I, mean, yeah. I think I would move around much easily with wood mm -hmm. violence, right? Yeah, definitely. Because you don't I have to have hold to it. I wouldn't have to pick it up, like, yeah. it up. Because I have to hold it, hold it down. So, you know, I can, you know, let my hands go and dance. Yes. And yeah, and clap and sing, Do all whatever. kinds of fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm so looking forward to that. It's, you know, to me, it's all create, about creating freedoms for myself. So, there's a certain way we were doing things before. And now there is a demand for doing so much more. So you want to kind of get practical about it, right? Make sure that you have the tools that support that growth in your style. So true. So true. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, now, um, if you've listened to our shows before, then you know that at the end, we do a little bit of a kind of rapid fire series of 10 questions. Some of them are silly. Some of them are serious. But the whole point is that you answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. okay, so are you ready to do that? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's do I'm it. I'm going to videotape this so, one. Like, <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> Great. So I'm going to start a minute countdown, 60-second countdown. And then I'm going to read each question really quick. And we're going to have to see if we can go through all 10. 
Okay? Okay, ready. Let's All do right. it. All right. Okay, let's do this. Ready? Ready. Two, one. What was your most memorable performance? Definitely uh, Formula One. Excellent. 2017 for Prince Albert. Nice. At what age did you pick up violin? Ten. Yay. How many violins do you own? Four. Nice. <laughs> Acoustic or electric? What do you prefer? I have, uh, I definitely prefer electric. Yay. So what motivates you? What's the uh, biggest? Challenge. Yay. <laughs> Which YouTuber you just can't stop watching? I couldn't hear you. Which YouTuber you can't stop watching? Uh, definitely Lindsay. Yay! What are your favorite songs to cover? Name three. Uh, Dance Monkey, Despacito, and uh, Senorita. Yay! Name three people that you admire. Three people. Uh, I admire Lindsay, Madonna, and Freddie Mercury. Nice! Very Okay, we are out of time, but I don't see why we can't continue. <laughs> so, um, okay, dogs or cats? Dogs. All right. Name three violinists you follow on Instagram. Uh, obviously, Lindsay mm -hmm. is one. Amy, my friend, and Vera. Yay! Thank you. I made it. I made it to the list. <laughs> amazing. amazing. Well, we didn't do it under a minute, but thanks for playing. Those were all great. I think we, we learned something. So that sounds great. Um, again, before we go, I do have one more thing to ask you. And I think that is kind of the biggest, the biggest question is if you were to speak to a younger artist in your industry who wants to do the same thing you do, violin, entertain, perform, record, um, what would be your biggest piece of advice to them today? Uh, I want them to follow their heart because there are going to be a lot of people who's going to give you an advice do this, do this, or don't do this. Uh, at the end of the day, you have to stay true to yourself and you have to believe in yourself because everything starts with believing in you. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody will believe in you. And uh, so always follow your instincts and truly trust yourself. Absolutely. That's so perfect. Thank you. It sums up everything. Often we get distracted, right? And because there's yes. so much on social, social media is great for connecting with the people, but it's also getting get distracting, right? So you see a lot of stuff. You see somebody doing this and be like, oh, maybe I should be doing this. Maybe I should be doing this. But I absolutely agree. But staying true to your core, to who you are, is the best thing that's going to serve you for the rest of your life. Follow your heart because yes. like your instincts, because we still, I mean, we're humans, but we still have these animal instincts. And, and 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 those instincts always, if you follow it, serves you well. Yeah. Always stay, feel it. Like it always tells you what's true or not. Like because sometimes mm -hmm. I say something like I'm like, oh, I want to do this, mm -hmm. but deep inside, it's like, no, Giselle, don't do it. And mm -hmm. I always follow my. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing the interview. I'm so happy we got to do this. I've been excited about it for like two months now. <laughs> I, I, I have been really, really excited uh, about this interview. And I want to thank you on behalf of myself and for all the other violinists, the artists, uh, 
because you're creating something incredible and you put so much effort and time into it. So I personally want to thank you. Oh, thank you so I much. I admire your work. <laughs> I'm going to cry now. <laughs> you're incredible. You're, thank you're you. Incredible. Thank you. A lot you of work. You guys are so great. And I'm just so lucky to have you in the show. I would never imagine that this would turn into anything. I started it because I wanted to learn from people like you. I wanted to connect and reach out. And what do you know? It's only been like a few months and we have so many amazing artists. <laughs> and okay. all the way from Turkey. So by the way, um, remember you told me something about your last name. There was an interesting fact. So yeah, so Tavel. So I grew up in Turkey up mm -hmm. until I was 14. And uh, when I was 14 years old, we moved to the States. Um, mm. But I don't want people to get confused. At the moment, I still live in Turkey. But mm -hmm. I lived in the U.S. for a very long time. And when I was doing so, uh, when um, my last name, my father has his last name is Tavilolu. My mm -hmm. last name is Tavilsin. It's because when I became an American citizen, I've changed my last name. My last name, the f uh, last part of my last name in Turkey means Son, S-O-N, mm -hmm. and it's pronounced as Olu. So in my American um, passport, it is written as Tavil Son. Mm -hmm. So in Turkish, it's Tavil Olu. In, in English, it's Tavil Son. Interesting. I like that. <laughs> I did it like that because Tavil Olu, um, the way we say it in Turkey is Tavil Olu. It's super difficult to pronounce in English mm -hmm. for English speakers, yeah. you know, and if, if there was a lot of uh, confusion as to how they were going to pronounce my last name, mm -hmm. so I ended up changing it. Mm -hmm. Made things great. easier. After all, life is easier, right? I like both, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends where you are. If you're in Turkey, you can use your actual yes. last name. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So I would love to have you back sometime when you have a new song release or a video or anything. Let me know. We'll invite you back on the show. You can tell us all about it. And yeah, and we can share it. I would love to. I, I would love to. If I have like a single or anything, like an album coming up, mm -hmm, I will mm -hmm. definitely call you, let you know. And Absolutely. I would be honored to be on your show again. Aww, thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. You look fantastic. Have fun at the NAM. So, guys, before you guys, um, before we leave, again, remind you, you can find Giselle at her website at GiselleTavelson.com, on Facebook at Giselle Tavelson, on Twitter at Giselle Tavelson, on her YouTube. Look her up at Giselle Tavelson. Look at, look at her videos from live concerts, music videos. They're amazing. She's got a lot of great energy. And I can't wait to have you back on the show in a few months yeah <laughs> excellent thank you have an amazing day and i'll see you soon bye bye, -bye. have a great you. day you too that's all folks if you like iron fiddle songs download them at yourbermanka.com forward slash music see you next time